Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You spend your day slaving away for someone else to get rich. It's time for you to do something for yourself. Recline in your lazy boy and relax. So crack open a cold one. It's time for the Chang Show. All right, everybody. How the hell is it going? Slow your roll, pack a bowl. It's time for another rendition of the show of shows. The no fraud pod, the rock and talk sensation of the Chang Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats, kitties, dogs, and parakeets, I am the Chang. And no, I do not sit here by myself like I fondle myself in a closet. No, I sit with a boy that I once gave up for adoption. Everybody's favorite lord of the board. Put two and two together. Put your hands together. Cross your fucking toes. It's R.J. Reuben J. What is cracking, my brother? How are you? Well, first of all, I would like to thank my aunt who is clapping for me right now. Oh, hi, aunt. She's the only... Hey, you can stop now. Uh, Chang, welcome to the Chang Show, episode numero... Well, technically episode number like 700. Yes, 568. Chang, how are you this wonderful whatever day of the week that we're pretending it is? it... It's been a good ride. It's it's a great day. I'm very happy. My Los Angeles Rams won. My Los Angeles Dodgers are winning. And uh, everything is looking okay here in beautiful Southern California, in the great city of Los Angeles. And I say it with a capital L as in lost. So what happened today? Who won what? Well, the Rams. The Rams went ahead and beat the other uh, team from Los Angeles, oh yeah, the, the Los Angeles Chargers, and uh, it was supposedly a battle of Los Angeles, but uh, anyone knows there is no battle in Los Angeles, I mean, come on, the only battle in LA that we have is driving on the freeway system, that's the only battle you're going to have here. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Ah. Okay, we're going into a new beat here at the Chang Show. Yeah, I don't know what just happened. Mr. Pop Rock is going <laughs> crazy over here. The Lord of the Board. Thank you. Thank you. You animals will get your crackers and your water later. <laughs> and and give it up. Give it up for our fans of the show that are sitting in the back room over there. We have six of them here today. It's good to see you. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. It's happening. I think I'm going to need to come out and kill someone. That's right. I'm going to kill you with kindness today, everybody. Today on The Chang Show, we have several musical topics to talk about. We have our occasional enlightenment session. We also are going to bring out a rendition of something that I call the Changries, which I hold very dear to my black heart. 
Is that not right, Ruben J? Is your is your heart really black though, Chang? Yes, it is. It's black. You know, Chang. Um, I painted it with Krylon because I can take it in and out of my chest at any given moment. So, Chang, what, what what people don't realize about the show is uh, a couple years ago when we did our show, right? We we worked out of a studio where we could look at each other and mm-hmm. see each other throughout the right. entire show, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't see you at all now. And and now I have this beautiful, beautiful wall. Yes. That. Um, mm-hmm, I love it. I have no posters. Look, I will build a great, great wall. You shut your mouth, Trumpy Dumpty. I will have Mexico pay for that wall. Okay. Well, see now I have this great, beautiful, beautiful wall of uh, computer screens in front of me. Yes. So I don't have to look at you while you're that's, talking. That's to great. Me. I don't like looking at my opponent either. <laughs> it's okay. almost like we're playing the game of battleship. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Um. So Chang, this week's show is, of course, uh, going to be my favorite show we've ever done. Oh, is it? No. Uh, that pro- means you're taking your pants off again. My pants are already off. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Uh, somebody was here earlier in the mm. evening. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, your daughter. Oh, um, really? She was here. Yeah, actually, she, the reason why my pants are off is because she's actually doing my laundry. Yes, yeah. Well, she's Mexican. We do those things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're building the wall. That's right. Uh, Chang, how you been, man? It's been a while since I, since I last saw you. I am hanging Chang-tastically, my friend. Thank you for asking. Everything is swell in the old Chang-villian days. How is everything with you, Ruben J? Any car accidents lately? No, <laughs> but we do have a story later on uh, in the show. And it, 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 if you, I can't talk, Chang. I, <laughs> I had one. Sh- <laughs> you sound like a, a a a Nissan that doesn't start. <laughs> hey, you know? Can you not, Chang? I have Chang. I have a Nissan. Can we not put that in the? Uh- oh, that's right. That's right. You're, yeah, you're still paying on it. Sorry, Nissan. You suck. Oh my god! Oh my god! You drive a Nissan. You gone. Thank you. Thank you. Give those guys some Pepsi. Forget the water. We don't have any Pepsi. Ah, they'll get Coke. I'm on a new diet. Uh, No, Chang, I haven't seen That's right. You are on a no-pop diet. I'm on a no-pop diet. Right. So you're not listening to... That's right. Give them a round of applause. No-pop music either, right? No (laughs) no pop music. No no candy pops. I got nothing going on, man. Um, So... Oh, yes. I love our backup singers. Yeah, I, I love uh, our, the budget's going up, man. Hey, you know, we mm-hmm. got to thank Frank for uh, purchasing his t shirt. This right. is the reason why we're able to afford the new sound effects. That's right. So, uh, and on that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please look on our Facebook page and pick yourself up a t shirt. Hang with the Chang. There is no other gift better than giving. Then get in your say yeah a hang with a Chang T-shirt. I know you want me wrapped around your body. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. Now, I think you need to go out there, get yourself a, a hang with a Chang T-shirt. Come in many sizes, a couple of colors. Uh, get one for the missus, the mistress. Or the prostitute that you may buy later. It doesn't matter. Get yourself a shirt. You know what? Christmas is coming soon. Get the whole family a hang with a Chang shirt. And then <clears> all <throat> of you can hang with the Chang. 
get a chang tank. <laughs> oh, RJ, I love the way you braid my hair with your knuckles. Feels so great. So you know what, what I was trying to say earlier before I was so rudely interrupted by the Chang. Mm, thank you. Was uh, that Frank, uh, our buddy Frank, purchased a T-shirt from us, uh, mm -hmm. which allowed us to do some upgrades to the studio in the last couple of weeks since you've heard from us. So, uh, but check. Let's go. Let's jump into this, man. Let's jump into the show. Let's jump right in, like it's a pool on a hundred degree weather. Dive right in. Uh, do you? <clears throat> excuse me. Do you happen to know? Uh, who Dave Grohl is. Of course I do. He was the drummer for Nirvana, the leader of the Foo Fighters. The guy jammed with almost everybody in the business. Thank you. Thank you very much. He's Queens of the Stone Age. The man is a rock god. My name is Jeff. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Sessions, you little bastard. So Dave Grohl and his friends uh, like to drink a little bit, and they like to visit... The Rainbow Bar and Grill mm. in Sunset, uh, in Hollywood at Sunset oh, Boulevard. That used to be one of my favorite <laughs> bars to go to when I was a younger Chang. <laughs> now you like to go to a different uh, Rainbow Bar and That's Grill. That's right. That's right. Uh, which is okay, man. We don't judge you here at the Chang Show. You're damn straight, you son of a bastard. Oh, my God. Hi, everybody. Rod it's Steel. me, Rod Steele. I'm, I'm, I'm Chang's personal hair care. And... Uh, I just gave him a real quick trim in the back, got rid of some of his dead, uh, his, his dead hair. I just hate it, and I know Mrs. Chang doesn't like it either. I also gave Rube uh, a little bit of a waxing around his beard. He looks so cute. He's kissable girls, boys, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the Foo Fighters, a couple weeks ago, did a pop-up show in the car park of the Hollywood Palladium. Mm, nice. And Good place to see a show. Yeah, and afterwards, they went to the world-famous Rainbow Bar and Grill, mm. And it resulted in a bill of $333.30. Wow. Just for drinks. That's, that's, that's chump change for him. Oh, yeah, of course it's chump change. Um, but you okay there, Chang? I'm fine. I'm thirsty. Oh, there's water in the... I'm thirsty! Get out of my car! <laughs> the hell is that? Um, Jeff Sessions is in here. <laughs> Get out of my car. Jeff Sessions, please go away. You troll. So what ended up happening is uh, Dave Grohl gave everybody a, a lesson in how to tip your bartenders. Mm. A 100% tip on $333. Wow. All right. So that turned into $333. Or sorry, I can't do math. Six hundred and sixty-six dollars. Yes, and thirty cents. The number of the beast. Yeah. So Dave Grohl, of course, teaching every. I mean, Jake, what was the, what's the most you've ever tipped somebody? I think the most I've ever tipped anybody was probably around fifty or sixty bucks. Really? Yeah. Tell me the story. Uh, well, actually, it was the, in the era when I was doing a lot of cocaine, and uh, used to fandango, and, and it was at the Rainbow, as a matter of fact, and I was feeling pretty good. Getting pretty lucky out there. And uh, I think maybe I had maybe four drinks by myself. I bought my buddy a shot and uh, a Coke. And uh, the chick was pretty hot. Oh, yeah. chick was pretty hot, so I gave her a, a $60 tip. Okay. Did, did she at least, you know, show you her tits or something? Well, I made out with her after. I gave her a bump, too. <laughs> yes, that's right. I said bump. 
A bump of the road. <laughs> a bump of the road. So, um, yeah. So, speaking of uh, drinking. Mm, I love drinking. Especially um, water. We have Metallica releasing a new brand of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes out very soon. I'm not sure how soon, to be honest with you. But uh, I'm excited for this, to be honest, because I, you know me, Chang, I like a good whiskey. Yeah, so do I. Um, I know you love a good whiskey. Oh, yes. I uh, love it. I, I love going out and drinking with you, because the, the, the rare occasion that we go out and drink, you usually pick up the tab. Uh, of course. I am the Chang. You are the Chang. You're going to hang with Chang, get the t-shirt, and I'll pick up the tab. <laughs> I mean, literally, he literally grabbed the tab, he picked it up, put it back down on my side of the table. That's right. I'll do it again. Yeah. You know what, next time I'll make a paper airplane out of it and just, okay. like, float it over to you. So, uh, Blackened American Whiskey takes its name from the opening track on Metallica's 1988 and Justice for All mm. album. Nice. Uh, and it's available to buy in select U.S. cities this week on thickliquor.com. So, Chang, what I'm doing okay. is we need at least seven people to buy a T-shirt. Yeah. and Seven more. If seven people buy the T-shirt, Frank, you can buy another one, different color. Yeah, uh, do it, Frank. Buy it, seven. If you buy seven more, if you buy seven more, we will actually pre-order two bottles of the blackened American whiskey. Mm, nice. One bottle we will taste test here okay. on the show. Yes, it's a must. And the second bottle will be signed by the Chang and myself. And gifted to somebody mm, who ha- nice. who purchased a, a, a T-shirt. Nice. That is a good going away gift. Yes. And Chang, we will lose money on that deal. That's okay. Uh, lots of money. We'll lose like ninety dollars on this deal. That's fine. You know why? Because in order to win, you must lose. Thank you. It's a Changism. So here's here's the cool thing about it. Uh, with every bottle purchased, I will be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that definitely will, will will happen. But you'll also get a playlist put together by mm-hmm. the band themselves. Nice. So that's gonna be cool. Some some drinks and some tunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bottle in the United States will run you about fifty three dollars. Mm, okay. So not bad. So Chang, no. to celebrate, I uh, we have a gift mm. from Doctor D. Ooh, Doctor D. Hey, uh, baby. Over at oh, you, you uh, I'm not gonna say anything. I was going to say it's awkward uh, that you did that, uh, and I'll tell you off air. <laughs> but Dr. D, uh, Dr. Is a, D is a friend of mine, a friend of ours, mm-hmm. uh, who listens to the show. Oh, he hangs with Bono. Uh, well, she. Uh, oh, she he, hangs with Bono. She does hang with Bono. That's right. Uh, Bono is a good friend of the show. If Bono's a great friend of the show. Uh, if only they would release better music. <laughs> I can't believe he came up with, oh, I'm, I have laryngitis. No, you just don't want to sing the same okay, songs Chang, over and over Chang, again. you're way off. You're way off base here. Sorry. But Dr. D from our old studio okay. in Huntington Beach sent us a bottle of Slow and Low mm. Rock and Rye Whiskey. And it is... Um, What's the age on that? Extra dry. No, that's not age. <laughs> As in numbers. Oh, extra dry. <laughs> what are you, stoned? You sound like a 19-year-old a, a stoner. Hey, yo, what's the uh, age on that? Uh, it's uh, kind of dry. <laughs> it, says, it, says, it says 84 proof. Okay, 84 proof. That doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 19, 19. Two wrongs. Don't make it right. Where do I find the year? It doesn't say there on the bottle? No. It doesn't say aged, bottled, 
Hmm. Oh, well, screw it. Pull the label off, just drink the whole damn thing. <laughs> Uh, it's, extra, yeah. it's extra dry. You know, on the Metallica story, I find that uh, a bit uh, silly because uh, now majority of the band is sober. They used to be <laughs> called Alcoholica back in the day of the 80s when they were coming up and they were grinding it out. So it, it, it's odd that now that they are sober, uh, wealthy beyond their means. Oh, I found it. Watered down kind of metal pop style. They make a booze. Right on. You, my advice to you guys in Metallica, start drinking your booze, get sloshed, and go back to making good music. Come on. Turn what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the way we roll on the chank. So I found it says aged straight. Aged straight. Okay. That, that's okay. <laughs> so it's probably Republican. Nah, it's got to uh, be. <laughs> we have no gay people whatsoever battling our booze. So, Chang, let's cheers to the new blackened. Uh, black and whiskey. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and take a a, a a a quick sip. So, bear with us. This is not dead air. This is good. Sorry, I don't know why that started playing. Mm. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, that's good. Now coming up next, we're gonna cut away from the chat, the chatter. We're gonna cut away from the talk, and we are going to hit you square in the face. You are listening to the Chang Show. Get your ears on. Get off on some rock and roll music right. Here now.
The Chang Show is reaching thousands of listeners every week with its unique brand of comedy and commentary on news items today. If you would like to get your brand, product, or service on The Chang Show, reach out to us today. We will create a commercial like you cannot believe. We reach a wide range of listeners from all walks of life and from all demographics. Get your brand on The Chang Show this week and start bringing awareness to your company. Go to multimediamouth.com slash advertise and we will begin to do great things together. You know, I got all this, this built-up flirting energy and I don't know how to get rid of it. How you doing? <laughs> All right, you are back hanging with the Chang on the Chang Show. I had to give you a little bit of Foo Fighters, some wheels, and I also had to go all the way back to the days when the Chang would jump in the pit and throw a motherfucking fit with Whiplash of Metallica with the late, great Cliff Burton, the soul of that rock and roll band. Cliff, we miss you. Good God, I'll see you when I get there. Chang. Yes, sir, my brother. Great music choice. Thank you my very friend. much. Bro. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed what you put together for Dude, us. Uh, oh, come on, bro. I, uh, Metallica. You when we we sat here and listened to that song, that took me back into the day of the '80s, my brother. I mean, it, it's hard to believe when I listen to Metallica's sound now, and I listen back to the old stuff, and I do not think they could ever get that fucking fast ever again. I personally think I'm going on a limb, which I usually like to hang out in limbs because I'm like a cat. I like to chase birds. <laughs> I, I, I think that once Cliff Burton passed in that tragedy of a bus accident, uh, uh, I thought they lost their soul. I thought they lost their groove, their vibe, their balls, and their guts when Cliff passed away. Now, I'm not giving any disrespect to Jason or... My homie, I'm not giving any disrespect. Those guys are badass bass players in their own right. But when it comes down to Metallica, what Metallica was, how Metallica formed themselves to be one of the kings of metal, there's just no, there, there's no way I can compare the three types of Metallica that we have now in comparison to what we just heard. But that's me, brother. I'm a motherfucking headbanger. Chang, um, yes, we have mm-hmm. we have someone on the phone that wants to talk to you. Ooh, hi. Who is calling? Hello? Uh, Jeff Sessions, is that you? <laughs> I think we lost him. Uh, we have Jeff Sessions in here somewhere. And uh, I, I, I really don't understand why Jeff Sessions is hanging around in the studio. I know uh, the Lord of the Board hello. is. Hello. Hello. Oh, President Trump. Oh, wait a minute. I, I called you President Trump in due respect to my comrade, the Lord of the Board. I refer to you, sir, as Trumpy Dumpty had no wall. Trumpy Dumpty will soon fantastic. fall. You are not fantastic, sir. You, fantastic. sir, remind me of the excrement. You know, you're really beautiful. Oh, thank you. Do you like what uh, Rod did with my uh, hair there, Trumpy? And a woman that looks like that has to have her own special scent. Oh, thank you. Yes, I, 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 I uh, uh, the scent of hemp, Trumpy Dumpty. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Congratulations on you, sir, holding your job after being a complete moron like you are. Congrats. Nope. Oh, fake news. Nope. It's not fake news. Can yeah. I? Can I? Can I call you Trumpy? Yes. 
Okay, Trumpy, uh, I wanted to clarify something, okay, with everybody out here. Uh, now, obviously, you're having a little bit of turmoil in your presidency right now. But I want to know, in one word sum up, how will you leave the Oval Office on the day that you leave? That's what you're going to look like on April 1st. Well, April 1st, April Fool's Day. That is befitting that that will be the last day of your presidency because you, sir, are Trumpy Dumpty, the greatest. Let him talk. Of course, it's a Chang show. I can talk all day, Trumpy. This is very interesting. Yes, it is. Trumpy, are you going to sit around uh, with some of our uh, uh, fans in the back? I don't think so. No, oh. I don't think so. Well, we would love to have you stay, Trumpy. You want to stay? Maybe take a couple of questions? Hmm, that's strange. No, I don't think so. Now, Trumpy, can I ask you something on a personal level? Yes. Okay, Trumpy. I want to bang your dog. Okay. Do you have a problem with that? Nope. Is your daughter hot? Yes. I think your daughter's hot, but I think she's a criminal. <laughs> I'd give her prison sex. There, I said it. Is well, that what okay? do I know? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know what the hell you know. I don't even know how you became president. I didn't vote for you, Trumpy. Are you offended? Everybody knows what I'm saying is true. Okay. What are you saying? What? I don't know. I think it's fake news. I think, sir, you rest your head on a bed of lies. You can't say I didn't try. Well, you know what? You, that's right. You can never lick a gift horse in the mouth, and you can never fail unless you You're fired. Okay, thank you. I can't, you can't fire me. RJ is a producer, Trumpy. I agree with him, Chang. Uh, Trumpy Dumpty. Blast the hell out of it. That's right. I'm going to blast the hell out of both of you guys. Trump Hi. Oh, wait a minute. Is that my good friend Arnold? Hello. Hello, hello. Arnold. It's good to see you. We have, I have not. Hello. Hello, Arnold. Hello. hello. We have not had you in What's the up? studio since Toscano and Chang. What's up? On AM. What's up, homie? What's up with you? Good morning. Oh, it's not morning. I think you've been drinking, smoking some dope with Cheech and Chong. How are you doing, old buddy? Oh, I'm doing good. How about you, sir? Nice to meet you. No, you've already met me on the Toscano and Chang show. Come on, Arnie. Wake up! Wake I, up! Come I, on! Wake up! <laughs> oh, you don't need to get so aggressive. And I think... some, I assume, are good people. Trumpy's still here. So, ladies and gentlemen. Howdy, stranger. We've got Hello. the former governor, Arnold First, Schwarzenegger. I would like to just get to know you. That's no. Arnold. And we have Trumpy Dumpty. No. So... Our fond listeners want to go ahead and tweet us. Too much talk, not enough action. No one's talking. Trumpy Dumpty, please sit in the back. You wait your turn. Good God, that guy is so rude. Mark my my words. That's right. Now, Arnold. I stick up for myself. uh, Trumpy, your name is not Arnold. I am referring to. I am referring to. Whatever your name is, get ready for the big surprise. I've got the big surprise in my pants, and you are on the Chang Show, Arnie. Hi. Uh, uh, yes, we we will be getting high in the green room later. Can I ask you something, Arnie? What's up? Good God, man. Why didn't you ever give your wife a sandwich? She looked like a sick bird. Where is she? I have no idea. She's a Kennedy. She could be anywhere. Where is she now? I think right now she's probably in the Oval Office hiding behind the sofa. So could you get her on the phone, please? No, I can't get her on the phone. I don't have her cell number. Can I get the digits from you? I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. Now, okay. Now, give me a second, because 
I didn't know you were coming to the show, Arnie. I am floored. First Who all, is your daddy, and what does he do? Uh, my daddy was a pimp, and uh, he brought me up with one thing. There is nothing better than a hooker that will stay with you longer than your time. Wrong. No, that is the right answer. Grab him by the pussy. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Here at the Chang Show, I do not condone anything that has to do with a pussy. Wrong. No, we cannot talk about the female genitalia in such hello. a... Hello. Hello, hello, Arnie. Are you listening to me? Hello. Oh, Arnie. I can't believe that I'm sitting in a room full of womanizers. That is amazing. Do you mind if I call you womanizers? Pigs, min sluts, power pants, mongers. Pants, pants. Yes, Reuben J's pants are off. Who is that soul brother coming in here? I thought he was sitting back there for a minute. What's he doing up here on the mic? Oh, yes, my Mexican brother is here with his trumpet. I love it. Trump is now president of the United States. Oh, having a party in there. I don't know why Trump is bringing his own fake news media in. I have no idea. I didn't know Arnie was coming, did you? Yes. Arnie, you know. You knew you were coming. Did you drive yourself here? No, 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 no. Okay. Did Ruben J know you were coming? Yes. He didn't tell me a goddamn thing. I insist. <laughs> I insist next time, sir, you sit over here on the same side with me and we have a nice uh, alcoholic beverage. What do you say? Okay, you'll say nothing. Good God. No wonder you're not governor. Impeach yourself. No Pick deal. Up. Yes, deals that way. Now, Go uh, on. Now, you gentlemen, please step away from the mic. We have other business to uh, 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 get into. Uh, RJ. Are you gay? As a matter Excuse of fact, me? no. What? What did you say? We will win, and we will win, and we will win, and we will win, and we will win. Wow. That guy is a bag of hot air. I had no words. I had the best words. Amazing. Now, RJ. Let's get away from our uh, Republican uh, constituents for a minute. Schwarzenegger. Yes, you are the man. Terminator for life. Yes. RJ, what do we got next on the block here? Wow, that was an an unexpected phone call uh, from Donald Trump, and Arnold just decides to walk in. Just walks in. Uh, I like better security around here. But I want to know why he came in with Holy Levi's and a V-neck T-shirt. Oh, no. Arnold. I want to know why. Oh, no. Yes. But I'm Detective cool. John Kimball. <laughs> but he looks good. He looks smashing. Gray oh, really man. looks good on him. He looks great, man. He's looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... Yoked and stoked. One thing that I, I would love to talk to you about right now, Chang, uh, we have oftentimes on the show in the past, whenever we do these things, have talked about the NFL, football, music, and we're going to do it all right now. Because Maroon 5 has been named Mm -hmm. the halftime performers for the Super Bowl this year. No! Yes, I feel the same way, Arnie. Please stop. Um, Maroon 5, the pop band, I I like them. I really do. I like a lot of their music. I've met Adam Levine and James Valentine. Mm -hmm. They're great people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they're great. I I think they're phenomenal musicians. I don't care for the pop style, but I give them a lot of credit. They'd be one hell of a hard rock band, I think. Oh, dude. Adam Levine would nail it hard rock style, bro. Um, you know, Adam Levine's actually he's a good friend of the show. Um, yes. I, I love loved chatting with him. So tell me this, Chang. Okay. Um, out Shoot. of all of the songs from Maroon 5, uh, what song is your favorite? 
I don't even know if I know the name of it. Well, sing it for us. Hmm. No, I'm not going to sing it for you. You know what? It it, it has it has to be off the first album. That was probably my favorite album. I can't I can't pick a song out, but everything from the first album I thought was on that borderline of uh, rock. Instrumentally, uh, instrumentally, it was sound, but uh, you know I'm not a big fan of the pop. I think they went pop on the second album. So, yes, this is it right here. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, Arnie. Yeah, I can't believe Arnold's still here. Like, can we get security to please escort this guy? No, out? he's got weed. Leave him here. Now, okay. I uh, what I would like to know is why did they wait so long to have Maroon Five onto the Super Bowl now? Uh, as everybody knows or they don't know, I am a big football fan. I am a lot older than a lot of other cats that indulge in football now. I would like football to go back to what it was when I pretty much enjoyed it and I would sit around and barbecue during halftime. I didn't rush to my TV to watch a band. I didn't gather around to see some funny commercials. I didn't watch a puppy bowl. I was not a fan of beer bottles playing football. No. I want to see football. I want to see guys hit each other. I want to see quarterbacks that make millions of dollars get a freaking concussion every now and then. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm the complete opposite, Chang. I... And you know this from experience. I show up to the football game uh, with an empty stomach. Right. And and no pants. And stretchy pants, yes. usually. Well, maternity pants. Yeah. Please. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Maternity yeah. pants. Let's let's be real about that. Oh, no. Yes, Arnie. He wears maternity pants. Can you please go away, Arnold? Uh, seriously, this is getting annoying, man. Um, but... I, you know, and, and I'll sit there and I'll watch the game and I'll root for whoever scores first okay. until they start losing, and then I'll root for whoever's winning. Oh, bandwagon fan. I, I am, love you, kind. I am the king of bandwagon. A bandwagoning. I have never enjoyed anything more than beating the hell out of a bandwagon. Fan. No, it is not true. Yes, it is true. Well, how the hell would you know, Arnie? Why? Because it's true. Now, I personally think the best act that the Super Bowl has ever had to me. The late great Prince, but that's me. You know they've had some other bands on there. They've had the Stones, Bruce Springsteen, of course you too, Lady Gaga. I, Chang, I have not played the Super Bowl. No. Well, you're not musically inclined. How could you? I am very musically inclined. Uh, I don't know. I don't I, know. I'm playing music right now, aren't I? Well, yes, but it's not your music. Well, and I don't want our uh, lovely listeners to uh, lose their hearing and have you sing into the microphone. What? I don't want uh, to uh, hurt our listeners' ears by you indulging into a chorus at the, prop- at the present moment. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, buddy? Good morning. Oh, man, I miss that guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, I'd much rather have Bush in the office than Trumpty Dumpty. Let me say something. Say it. It's say it, brother. It's time to say, let's get it done let's once get, and for all. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do of it. Of course. Of course. Texas Rangers suck. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not right. Um, oh, I had to say it. So, uh, are you excited to see Maroon Five play, or, or, or not at all? No, you know what? Uh, like I said, I like their first album. I don't like anything after. I'm not a big fan of the promotional Super Bowl show. 
I'm old-fashioned. Uh, I want to see football the way it was. Uh, when I turn on to watch the Super Bowl, I want to drink whiskey. I want to eat. I want to watch balls out football. Uh, I don't want to see a halftime show that is reminiscent of uh, a music award show. Yes, yes, I said it. You know, I'm sure there's probably some cats and kitties out there that may agree with me. I, I don't know. You know, a couple of dogs. Who who let the dogs out? <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm just not a big fan of, of seeing music in the NFL. But the NFL pisses me off on a whole nother level. I think uh, you might as well play flag football. You can't touch a quarterback without getting fined. You know, yes, we have to watch out for head trauma. But to me, I played high school football. I competed in, in kickboxing, boxing. You know what you're getting into when you put the gloves up, lace the helmet on, or strap the pads on, especially when you sign the contract. Uh, you know, uh, if you're not going to hold yourself into alliance of the possibility of you getting your, your clock cleaned, you know what? Then don't play the game. That's all I'm saying. Thank you very much. And yes, yes, I am wearing uh, uh, I did shave my legs. And I waxed my knees. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I know this was a big topic that was going on since last Super Bowl. Who are they going to get? Who are they going to get? And it kind of seems like the artists that they get for the Super Bowl and the commercials has become bigger than the football game itself. Uh, you know? And then you get your typical type of people like you. You're the bandwagon fans. You want to go to a Super Bowl party. You want to go buy a T-shirt at the, at the gas station or, or from Jose that's on the corner under a canopy selling all kinds of shirts. You know, and I understand that. I, under, I, I, I get that. But uh, me, I'm old school. Bring on the game. All I want to see is the game. It's in the game, man. Just do it. Just do it. Um, let's That's move- another topic. Just do it. Yeah, let's not get into that. Colin Kaepernick, let's just not. do it. Let's not get into that one. We don't want to bring Donald Trump back. The only funny thing I'll say about that is, like, you know where I stand, and I do stand. I don't believe in taking a knee, but I believe, okay, I give him props. You brought out – you gave face to a, a, a problem that we have here. We cannot get away from that. That is a problem. I am wholeheartedly stand with him. I will never place my hand over my heart in alliance with what this country does, but I will stand and respect my elders, my veterans, and a tradition. Because I don't align myself with the country does not mean that I'm going to break that. But hmm, if you, you, you're, you're kind of getting famous for taking a knee, but Nike's going to take you on. Nike, a shoe where you actually run, you don't take knees. That's all I'm saying. I, I Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. Uh, we won't get into that topic. Let's talk about... A, a local band. Oh. Rival Sons. Oh, now, I, I turned you on to this band back uh, when we started doing radio a few uh, years Ooh, ago. That's strange. And this band, to me, is like so reminiscent of what we had in the 70s of great rock and roll bands. And I mean that as a whole unit. Instrumentally wise, they are in so tight. They harmonize. They can grab any sound and make it gold. His lyrics, his vocals, they're of something that you could get almost of a modern-day Jim Morrison. Uh, He's got heart. He's got soul. 
This band came to us out of Long Beach. Long Beach of all places where Snoop Dogg came out of, where Sublime came out of. Rival Sons is probably one of the most solid all-terrain rock and roll bands in the present music business right now. I agree. I love I love some of the stuff that I've heard from them. Uh, they released a new song just the other day called Do Your Worst, and we're going to play it here on the Change Show here in a minute, man. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to know something from you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, where would you – let's put them in uh, – give me your top four modern-day rock and roll bands, and where would you – is Rival Sons in that list? Rival Sons would be number one. Okay. Then I would have to go with Vintage Trouble. Uh, uh, for those of you who are not familiar, I, I will play their music maybe today or maybe maybe next week's show. They remind me of uh, blues with the Godfather of Soul. Uh, I would also have to say one of the newer bands is called the Dead Daisies. This is a classic kind of acid rock, hard rock, metal band. They kick ass. Uh, probably one of the other, my my other favorite of rock and roll of the day of this age would be The Struts. Now, The Struts reminds me of, uh, of Queen. So they kind of bring back that kind of uh, powerful ballady type rock as Queen. He looks similar to Freddie Mercury. His lyrical range, his vocal range rather, is not quite Freddie, but it's reminiscent. So if those are my all-time, those would be my number four, one, two, three, four, greatest bands in the rock and roll business now. Now, there are other bands that I do like. I like Hailstorm. I think that chick kicks ass. Uh, you know, but then that's metal. But if you're asking me for pure, solid, classic rock, acid rock, to those types of genres of rock, it would be those four. You know, you know what mine would be, right? It would be yours. Would be Creed, uh, Tremonti, Alter Bridge, Slash, and the Conspirators. Everything, and I'm not uh, now. Now I told you, Miles Kennedy, excellent. Miles Kennedy, when we saw him solo, totally blew me away. Totally made me a fan. But I would think those are your favorite. Well, you're, you're wrong. What? You are you're wrong. wrong. I stand to be corrected? It's Alter Bridge. Okay. Slash. Okay. Featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Of course. Okay. So then. Tremonti. Okay. Then Miles Kennedy. <sighs> okay. You done fucked up, Chang. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, no, no. Technically, I did. I did. Say Miles Kennedy and his solo stuff. No, you didn't. I I gave him praise because we went. Yeah, to the show. but you didn't. You you put Creed up in there, dude. Creed hasn't been relevant for at least fifteen twenty five years. Oh yeah, you were you were just running down somebody's. Creed lane. Creed wasn't relevant. Creed. Let's put it this way. Creed wasn't relevant for me until about four years after they broke up. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like that tells you the time frame. Yeah, that's uh, true. Creed. But let's let's go ahead. Let's let's do this, Chang. Let's play uh, the rival sons' new song. The rival sons' new song. It's called uh, "Do Your Worst." Here on Rock One LA, the Chang Show. We'll be right back.
Blind your eyes, steal your tongue. You'll take it when you're over.
Have a cold one. Courtesy of the Chan Show. I just want to thank all of the incredible men and women who have done such a great job in helping with Florence. This is a tough hurricane, one of the wettest we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. Yes, Nadal is good. <laughs> I moved on her like a bitch. I'm going to use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. Grab him by the pussy. That's <laughs> Rock One LA. All right. The Chang Show. You were hanging with the Chang. Trumpy Dumpty, thank you for bringing us back into the program. And yes, sir, I will grab you by the pussy. And Salt push and it. pepper, everybody. Salt and pepper. My metal people out there, my rock and rollers, you cannot disrespect salt and pepper. And if you, you do, you can't put it on your steak anymore. Spinderella. Now, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to get a little bit crazy, but, man, I would sleep with all three of those chicks. I didn't give a damn. Lefty, Wait. left eye, burn my house down. Just sleep with me, baby. Wait, there's three girls in, in Salt and Pepper? Yes, there was, bro. So is it Salt, Pepper, and then Salt, end? Pepper, and then there was Spinderella. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and they're all fine. Interesting. Yeah. Um, And they wouldn't let Trumpy Dumpty grab him by the pussy either. No, they... they Push him off. They'd beat the hell out of that fool, put him in the trunk of a Chevy, take his ass back probably to the riverbed, and toss him out like debris, my brother. But that's salt and pepper. That's interesting, my friend. Yes, bro. Yes. And uh, uh, that was some Guns and Roses with You're Crazy. At the Chang Show, we are going to not only give you interesting talk, humoristic value, we're going to give you some of the best ass-kicking rock of the past and the present. If there is... That's right. See? And we're even going to flow. We're going to flow with rap. That's right. That's right. You people, now you get animal cookies. Keep the clapping up. I love, I love <laughs> my just, peeps. They just went quiet on that uh, one. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, Chang. Yes, sir. We like to talk music here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really... You know, Chang, the thing yeah, I love... What's that? About you and I and our friendship is that there's one thing that really, you know, is the core of our friendship. Yes. You're my illegitimate child. And I'm also hooking up with your daughters. Yes. All four of them. Yes, yes. You're a stud. I, that's, that's what they call me. Well, you know what? You paid them well to clean your house. Well, I paid the one. Wow. And she didn't do much cleaning. Of course not. Um, lazy bastard. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I taught her to be that way. But as you, as you can tell, there's no chains laying around your room. <laughs> oh, mother. God damn it. They left all the pennies. It's okay, baby. They left all the pennies. It's okay. Pennies are from heaven. Uh, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing that really uh, brings us both together, Chang, is our love and appreciation for music. Well, correct. Oh. And it's no secret mm-hmm. that... You have a crush on uh, Miles County? That I admire... Miles Kennedy's. There is a shirtless poster of Miles Kennedy on the ceiling of our studio, and often I Chang. ponder what is going on when I am out yonder. Chang, that is a sh- shirtless poster of you mm. that you took of yourself and hung up okay. in our studio. Ah, well. And every time I take it down, I get you it, right. you actually destroy my fully clothed poster of Miles Kennedy. Well, you have to understand when you masturbate like the Chang, you need two hands free. One cannot be taking a selfie of me. 
it's gotta be all on me. So, Chang, mm-hmm. uh, yes, like, I, like I've been trying to, like I've been trying to say, are you in the restroom? Keep it going. Keep it real. Uh, I'm sorry. You just keep distracting me. Uh, uh, like I've been trying to say is we like to talk new music here. Mm-hmm. Correct. And Slash has released a new album. Mm. It's called Living the Dream. Mm-hmm. And he literally is living the dream now as he is a newly divorced man. Mm. Okay. Continue. I'll give you my... Uh, uh, my uh... I'll give you what I believe after you finish. So a couple things that, that I've learned out of the divorce here mm. uh, is Slash fought really hard to keep his guitars. Right. Uh, he has 221 guitars. Mm. John Entwistle-like. He's also going to be paying his wife. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm sitting here. $100,000 a month. Oh, my God. God, they have two kids, correct? An alimony. What? An alimony. And would and what about what is the child An support? An alimony. That's not child support. That's alimony. I know a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. For alimony. Now, if I would have to pay Mrs. Chang that much money in alimony, and I was successful and famous, and in the rock and roll uh, light. I would make that bitch dance on stage. <laughs> bitch, go earn your money. That not, is a lot of dough, my Okay, brother. so not only that, but she's also going to get a lump sum settlement. Do you want to guess? I'd say probably, what, $20 million. N- No, not that high. $10 million? He's Well, he's only worth $30 million. That's all Slash is worth? Uh, you know, hold on, let me double check. It might be eighty. Uh, I would guess up. Yeah, it's got to be about eighty. Heroin's not that much money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, nope, yeah, I, I believe that. I can't find his his net worth. Uh, here, let me Google it. That is amazing. That his wife's going to get that much money. Yeah, and 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 what's funny is now I have to do. I will stand up on certain uh, uh situ- certain aspects of his wife. She... Hold on, Chang. Let's get there in a second. Let's 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 establish this before okay. we get there. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'll continue talking to you. Find the facts. Out. No, I found it because we don't want dead air. I found the facts. Okay. Uh, Slash's net worth as of August 2018 is 32 million dollars. Okay. Okay. So the guy he brings in 350 thousand dollars a month. Okay. In Guns and Roses royalties and royalties from all his music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's giving a hundred thousand dollars a month a hundred thousand dollars a month that is 1.2 million dollars a year okay right just an alimony wow okay man and on top of that he is also paying perla hudson his ex-wife right now going by a different name i don't remember the name that she's she's gone by um, Doesn't matter, but he will be paying her uh, Perla Ferrar mm. six million dollars. Wow, six point six million dollars in a divorce settlement. Well, when you got the big bucks, 
You got to pay it up. You got to pay it up. And so, it, yeah, you just got to pay it up, bro. You got to pay it up. So six six million six hundred twenty seven thousand three hundred and fifty two dollars was agreed upon for mm-hmm. uh, their divorce settlement, and then monthly he will be paying thirty nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars in child support. Wow, man! So in total, Perla Ferrar can basically get, we'll be getting $140,000 a year, sorry, a month, so $1.4 million a year, but on top of that, Slash's two kids Mm -hmm. are also going to get 1.8% of his total annual income for the next... 18 years or so you know what in in, in all right that's that's by right you, you're not kid. really think about it no 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 come on man no 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 jane let's let's talk let's, let's talk this out here real quick mm-hmm. because if if i was really your son okay correct i am not entitled to receive any percentage of your income okay okay it, but if i died you would be if I died, or if, if I, you yeah, died, if, if you I died, died, then you're going to get that income. Yeah, but it's it's not going to be. It, yeah, well, but here's the thing: if you die as as a contractor, you're not going to be having an income past your death, right? You know, even the, the radio show stuff isn't going to make an income after you after you're dead, which exactly. sucks. You have to find a new chain when that happens. That's right. Um, but not only that, but you know, I don't. You know, your kids don't get 1.8 percent. No. Right now, or any percentage of your income, unless mm-hmm. you gift it to them. Now, child support's one thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like absolutely pay your child support. How old are his kids, by the way? I'd say they're teenagers right now. Uh yeah, they're early early teens. Right. Um cuz they they've only been married for like 15 years. Right, but now technically as a teenager, they are only only going to get that revenue to their adult life. No, no, they're going to get uh the $39,000 they'll get till they're 18, but the 1.8% of his income mm-hmm. lasts until 2036. Mm, that's a big chunk of change. It's a big man. chunk of change, and he that's makes three big, million dollars annually. Uh, you know what? He's lucky that he has so many projects. He's lucky that he made a name for himself, or that cat would be living in that fucking top hat by the end of this divorce. Buddy. <laughs> that's insane. But you know what? Like I like I I, I was uh, starting to say. You know. The divorce is very complicated. In any divorce, it takes two to make it. It takes two to break it. Uh, in any relationship, you have to stay committed, trustworthy, understanding, and bendable. If you are none of the four, then you got to hit the goddamn door. Now, like I just stated, all divorce has two sides of the story, two sides of the coin, two sides of the Oreo before you break into the creamy deliciousness. So, you know, she was not very honest, but... That's a that's a lot of money, but yet I I know that to a certain degree she's entitled. She sat with this cat, you know, when he had made it through drugs, heroin, women, traveling, uh, ego, uh, popular demand. So a lot of times you know that this woman, she is very well to do off. She sat at home and did the kid thing a lot by herself. Now, 
personally, the, the reason I bring this up, because I am not famous. I do not have a driver unless I get Uber or Lyft. But now Mrs. Chang had to deal with similarities as I went into stand-up comedy and started finding my own self and became a personality and became somewhat infamous but not famous. So you have to take into consideration when you are a family man, when you are a spouse, it does not matter what you do for a living. You have to remember to take care of those who were with you when you didn't have much or when you had nothing. But there is, on the other side of that coin, beggars cannot be choosy. You cannot take more than what you initially did not put into. That is a lot of money. She was not on tour. She did not make that music. She did not write those songs. She was not taking his guitar cases and moving them like a roadie. So for her to get so much money on every creative issue and dollar that he's going to make, I find that highway robbery. I find that typical Los Angeles. Love him, leave him, latch onto him, and take the loot. But on the other aspect, as a parent, as a spouse, someone who is somewhat familiar with the livelihood of being a personality, you have to pay your toll. If that makes any sense to you, my brother. Absolutely. I, I, I think that there – here's the thing about like just life in general. Like the saying there is no free lunch. No. You know, uh, unless it's me, I always get free lunch. Mm. But no, you have to pay your way one way or another. You know, exactly. so I, I agree one hundred percent. Now the new album, Living the Dream, came out on Friday. As you would assume, I have listened to it many times. Of course, naked. Twice. Three times. Four. Five. Um, <laughs> uh, and the album is actually really, really pretty. It's really pretty good. Uh, but Chang, have, have you listened to it yet? You know what? I've listened to a couple of tracks. You're fired. That are on terrestrial radio, and that's it. I have not dive dove into the album personally it itself as a whole, but I will be. Now, I ask of you, Lord of the Board, because we have to slip away from the talk and the rhetoric for now, and we are a no-fraud pod, so we are going to give you the best of rock and talk. So before we go into this next song from Slash off his new album, I want to give you a bit before we go into this. Now, everybody knows Slash was pretty much a big part of Guns N' Roses. He overshadowed Asshole Rose. But Asshole Rose is also worth a certain amount of money. Something to ponder on. You are hanging and banging with the Chang Show. Coming up next, we are going to give you brand new music from Slash. Are we not, Ruben? Yes, but I thought we were going to talk about the album first. But I guess we're playing no, music. No, no, no. We're going to talk about the album. That, I'm just telling you. That's what we're getting into. Just kidding. Uh, I'm an asshole. So do you want to talk about the album or do you yeah, want to play music? I want music? to talk about the album. Okay. So uh, I was telling you off air that this album, and I, I think I shocked you mm -hmm. when I said this, I feel like this album 
as good as it is lyrically and as good as it is musically, I felt like the album was a bit safe for the band. Right, because they covered a lot of their older material. Well, they they sampled a lot of their older material. On a couple different songs, you can hear some callbacks to the previous albums. Mm -hmm. You can also hear some callbacks to some Alter Bridge songs. Mm. Um, So either the goal with this album was to pay homage to the past of their individual careers. Correct. Or they got a little... Um, I'm not going to say lazy. No. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't think you can be lazy and write music. No. Uh, I think they just... Um, they went back to the well. And but, they, didn't push their, they didn't push their boundaries too much. Now, the other aspect, maybe because they were working on, on uh, music away from the solo project, it just consumed them. Did you ever think about that? So when they came together, they had to revisit to get reamped and re-energized, you know? And the powers of, uh, that be could have been pressing them for an album. So they decided to take the easier well, the route. Album, the album's released off of Slash's, you know, Snake Pit, Re- Snake Pit Records or whatever. So it's Slash's label. Um, so that, that, I mean, there's a possibility of that being part of, you know, like... I, here's the thing. I think... The album was written before the Guns N' Roses tour. The album was written before Miles' last record. So it could have just been so, okay. that they were planning to release this record two years ago or a year ago, and then things just kept happening. So could this have possibly, possibly be a carnation of greatest hits? Is that what you're... No, your, no, 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 Because it's all... I mean, it's 99 point... It's 98% new material. Okay. They just... Uh, if you listen closely, you can hear a lot of the melody similarities between this album and Apocalyptic Love. Mm-hmm. There is a, a song. Here, you know what? Let me do this. Um, I'm going to pull it up here in a second. I'm going to pull it up as we talk. Please pull your pants up. Uh, there is a <laughs> there is a song mm-hmm. on Apocalyptic Love. How do I not have that album in here? I don't know. This is oh, I do have it. You're the Lord of the Board. Good Uh-oh. God. Okay, so. Okay, Standing in the Sun off Apocalyptic Love. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. Yeah, I, 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 I get exactly what you mean. So then there's one more. Oh, there's a couple more, but um, it's off the World, World on Fire album. Now, th- I'm, going to, I'm going to tell you this. There's been several bands that I have listened to through the years that have also done something of this magnitude to where they brought back a certain riff that is reminiscent of other music that they played. So... You being a great music fan like me, I believe you're being a little bit harsh on them because I've seen this with other works of music oh, I, with I other bands. I don't mind it personally. I don't, you know, 
But here, there's one more. Let me play this one too. That's uh, Battlegrounds. They should sue themselves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sounds like a song we made in 79. Screw you, sue me. Uh, I'm going to sue myself for uh, sounding the same way that I did uh, two years ago. Uh, Slash should sue Miles for copyright yeah. infringement. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then you, you'll see Slash's wife want a piece of that. Yeah, of course. Why? Well, where's my share? I told him not to make that album. Bitch, shut up. <laughs> Getting all that cash. Uh, God yeah. damn it. Take the goddamn kids to high school. Make sure they don't smoke dope and shoot up heroin and wear top hats. Oh, man. That was... Insanity. That was funny. Uh, oh, man. This one's uh, Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators off the Living the Dream album. It is my antidote here on Rock One Los Angeles, The Chang Show. Cheers.
Oh, it's the Chang Show, Rock One LA. Uh, I think you can tell where we got that song from. Oh yeah, uh, Chang. What do you think so far? I I, uh, I I dig the album, you know, but I I do see what what you uh, did bring up uh, on point, and uh, I have to say, I will stand by that. I have seen this from past artists in the past that I've enjoyed, and others have enjoyed in the musical realm, but. You know what, dude? It's still fucking. Well, let me solid, just dude. say, I'm not. I'm not complaining. Hmm. I'm not one of the people who are going to be complaining about this. I do. I have seen lots of people complaining about the fact that this. A lot of people straight up said this album sucks because of it. I'm like, no, you guys hmm. are just being dumbasses. Yeah. Um, this album does not suck. It's nowhere near sucking. Uh, and if you think it sucks, you suck. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I would tell people too. You know, I've seen it with Godsmack. I've seen it with Judas Priest. Uh, I've seen it with. Uh, uh, Freaking, uh, uh, oh, geez, uh, uh, oh, man, that band is, it, it, it totally escaped me right now. Anyway. Is, it, seen, is it U2? No, you, no. Well, U2, they've always changed their sound, kind of like the Beatles, similar to the Beatles, but mm, they went the pop realm, and I'm not a pop kind of guy. But I've just seen this in, in, in a lot of bands before. So. Well, and I, I will say this. The, the one thing that I will say mm. is that this is probably the most commercial album these two have been a part of. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 cannot, yeah, I, I can see your point. But you have to understand, dude, the music business does have a way to uh, have tendencies to take you to the commercial point. Speaking especially of, if you're going to get a divorce. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially uh, – that's not what I meant to say. I said, speaking of commercially, oh, it's yeah. time for our commercial segment of the week where, in honor of the infamous Chang, Chang will tell us what made him angry this week. And we like to call those Changries. So, Chang? Yes, and my brother. Fire away. In four seconds. Tell me what made you changry. You know what makes me changry? You know what makes me changry? People that pick their nose as they're driving. You know what makes me changry? Canned beans. You know what makes me changry? When my wife tells me to hurry up and leave that Sancho's coming. You know what gets me changry? Going commando. You know what makes me changry? Having to sit here and listen to Ruben J talk about my daughters. Well, that. <laughs> Those are your changries for the week, my brother. Uh, You'll get new changries next week. But that really does piss me off when I see people picking their nose and they're driving. You know, Chang, what's funny is mm. you pick my nose while I'm driving. Well, I have to because you multitask. <laughs> I don't have enough hands to pick you're my own nose. You're always on your phone. You're cleaning out the back seat. Hey, that happened once. 
And that's because I was picking up your daughter when I was you're dropping master- you off. You're masturbating, and I'm like, good God, man, hold on to the steering wheel. You pick your nose. <laughs> Chang, can I tell you what makes me angry? What makes you angry? When you use me as a changry. No, I got to. <laughs> I got to. Oh man, uh, Chang, thank you so much for doing the show today, man. I no appreciate worries. It. Hey, if anybody out there has got anything that pisses them off, go ahead and write us, get a hold of us, and uh, tell us what pisses you off, and and uh, we'll make it a changry. We'll make it a changry that you won't forget. We'll put our spice on it, would we not? We don't have any spice. I've got lots of spice. Okay, just because you're Mexican doesn't mean you have spice, okay? Well, I've got spice, all kinds okay. of spice, bro. Uh, Chang, uh, we we talked before the show. <laughs> yes. We talk before every show. We talk on the phone. Yeah, you don't call me anymore. You don't bring me flowers. George hey. W. Bush. Oh. I'm George W. Bush. You know what I learned? You can't trust a bush. I'm from legs. Texas. Oh, Texas. Everything I come from Texas. West Texas. Yes. Everything big in Texas, including assholes. Of course. That's right. See, he agrees. You know what? what's odd, though? If Thank he, you. I kind of find myself probably getting along with George W. Bush away from being the president. It didn't happen. Away from knowing that 9-11 was going down. Away from his dad being a corrupt little tyrant that was there when Kennedy was killed. Away from letting Dick Cheney rule this country, I think I'd get along with him. I really do. Thank you. No problem, Georgie. Because he Thank just you very seems much like for those kind words. George, you're a great guy. Good I, night. I would love to sit down with George W. Bush at a Dodger game, do you mean, a line you of blow. Texas Ranger game. Well, Texas Rangers suck. He'd have to come to a Dodger game. Throw a first pitch out. I would like to sit there with a guy, drink some beers, smoke some bud. Whatever casual drug comes up after. But I think I would get along with the guy. We would probably discuss parenthood, probably society. No. Of course, baseball. No. Sports. No. Uh, we would probably talk about uh, Levi's. No. Levi's shirts. No. I want to bang his wife. Yes. Yes, I. Yeah, she's hot. I would no. bang her like hell. She's a school teacher. Good no. God. Uh, you know, I just think... Probably on a personal level, he's a really good guy. No. Not like Trumpy Dumpty. No. No, you're not like Trumpy Dumpty. No. No, you're a better man than Trumpy Dumpty. Of course. Yes, W. You are a really nice guy. That is not right. No, it's not. Now, now, uh, W, can I call you W? Yes. Uh, good God, man. How did you own the Texas Rangers, drink, do cocaine, and still smile? What the fuck? It didn't happen. I think it did happen. But uh, now, W? Yes. I would like to get your daughter drunk. Do you have a problem with that? No. Okay, let's do that. Next time I see you, W, we're getting your kids drunk. Of course. Panties in the air. Just like don't you do just it don't again. care. <laughs> Man, we can, everybody stopped by the show today. Um, but Chang. Except Bono. Uh, <laughs> well, he, you know, he's got uh, laryngitis still. Well, the problem is he's also driving down where the streets have no name. That's right. Yeah, you're right. You know, so he's yeah, having he a hard is. time finding the studio. Yes. He is. I think he's stuck at the zoo. Right. <laughs> um. So before rattle sh- me this, rattle me that, rattle hum. I'm George W. Bush. Yes, we know who you are. 
And email your old dad once in a while, will you? Yeah, that's right, goddammit. You guys out there, remember to email your parents. Well, I talked to Condi and asked her to call Andy. Condi? How is Condi? Good morning. Mm, Condi. Um, so anyway, before the show, Chang, yes. you uh, told me that you had something that you wanted to talk about. You know, on a, uh, uh, yes, uh, on the 18th, we uh, went through another great passing of uh, Jimi Hendrix, who passed away of an apparent overdose. It was not a drug asphyxiation type overdose. It was an overdose where he took two kinds of sleeping pills, cross-reacted, and took his life. Uh, so I would like to pay homage to the late, great Jimi Hendrix, who passed away in 1970. Uh, I'm also going to play a song uh, later of some Hendrix. But uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because we have so many young people, people in the past and the future, that continue to pass away for their use of pharmaceutical drugs, which really, really chaps my hide because we can go after cocaine. We can go after heroin. We can call anybody that is an icon or, or an entertainer that they are a drugged-out freak because of what they do. But... Pharmaceutical drugs are nothing to screw around with. And the reason I would like to talk about this is I'm not going into a, a, a long humdrum saga story. Just remember, people out there, that drugs are drugs. It doesn't matter if it's legal, legal, given to you with a prescription, given to you by somebody in a car, given to you in a piece of foil, given it to you in a magazine wrapping, it doesn't matter. Drugs will inevitably destroy your life in one way or another. If you are weak and meek, please do not take drugs. If you think you are stronger than God, please do not take drugs. But one thing if you are going to fandangle in any type of drug, alcohol, or any type thing or form that is addictive, remember this. It is mind over matter at every degree of that choice that you made. That's all I wanted to say. Well, Shane, thank you for saying that, man. I think there, there's definitely an epidemic going on here. Yes, big time. And we have... We have a major problem in this country. Yes, we do. We have people dying of drug overdoses mm -hmm. on the regular. Right. Uh, and fam and, and pe people aren't famous. We have a lot. I think we have a maybe 45 to 50, somewhere around there, percent of young people dying of pharmaceutical drugs that they get from family members that are being distributed in schools like candy. Because of the marijuana craze being legal, and it is a little bit more accessible for those who are over age to get marijuana, which I have no problem with. Marijuana, when they say it's a gateway drug, I'll say one thing. It's bullshit. But it's easier to get pharmaceutical drugs than any other drug possible unless you personally have a friend that's a drug dealer or are a drug dealer. And we have to be conscious of this. This dope is laying around in our kitchen cabinets, in our bathroom cabinets. It's being handed out like candy 
from kids. Kids are actually taking pharmaceutical pills to school, sharing them, and waiting for the effect. Well, there's even there's even a bigger thing going on here with with that. You know, there's a thing called uh, I think it's called can, candy parties. Yes, or something where where literally the whole idea is. You go, you raid your your family and you medicine pour, cabinet, yeah. and, and you, you pour, pour them it. into a bowl of pot, like popcorn. Yeah, and you just grab a handful of whatever, and exactly. you take, you, you just take them. Exactly. You know, and you know, one of the things that one of the things that I, I've always wondered about Chang, and I don't want to get too deep on this, but mm-hmm. um, my mom um, had rest her soul. By the way, my yeah. brother. Uh, Probably about 15 different pills that she had to take on a regular basis, mm-hmm. if not more. Mm-hmm. And the, on, on the bottles of these prescriptions, it says, do not take with alcohol. Right. Okay? Because it's a, alcohol is a, is a solution that can really mess with, with the chemicals uh, yeah. in medication. And it's very dangerous to, to mix the two. Um, right. And so those of you who, who take shots while taking your pills, man, you're, you're, asking, you're asking for your life to, you know, to, to end yes. up yes. Um, in, a, in a mess. But... You know, I always wondered, man, she had these pills that the doctor wanted her to take. And I'm telling you, there was 15 or 20 different pills that she mm-hmm. would have to take. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of the, a lot of them she had to take at one, one time, mm-hmm. you know, at a meal. Mm-hmm. And I'd always wonder myself, man, what's going on inside, inside the body when all those pills are interacting with one another? Well, you know, because you have yeah, this case yeah. with... Um, the overdose with taking two different sleeping pills. Correct. And they, they cross, cross paths. Right. And granted, doctors have databases and information that says this pill and this pill can go together, mm-hmm. but this pill and that pill shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But chemistry is sometimes out of whack. Chemistry is blinded by greed, my brother. Now, are you, are you, are you done or... or? Do you want me to take over here? Um, well, I, you know, it's just for me, it's, it's just one of those things where you think about it, man. You, you think about, you know, you're not allowed to drink alcohol while you're taking certain pills, but right. yet the, they let you take 15 different ones at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a society where, you know, you go to the doctor because you have a, you know, an upset stomach. Right. And then that they, they prescribe you a pill right. that ends up giving you something else, giving you a headache. Yes. And then you have to go back to the doctor. And take a pill to get rid of that headache. And get rid of that headache. And then right. that pill, you know, makes you constipated. Right. You know? Yes, and then, exactly. Then next thing you know, you're on 15 pills. Exactly. Because you're trying to, to, to get rid of a, you know, the a slight tummy that you first went to. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I, I know exactly where your mind is at because I have seen this within my own family history. And uh, I'm going to tell you something right now. Now... I have been fandangled in many, many of things where I should not be sitting here on a microphone. I should not be enjoying my children. I should not be able to be on a microphone enjoying my grandchildren. And this goes back to drugs and alcohol. Now, I always remembered what my father always told me, mind over matter. But not everyone is like that. Now, when we talk about pharmaceutical drugs, you know what? Common sense common health is blinded by greed every pill that is given to you is killing off one way or another a filter that is inside your body our intestines keep us moving along 
keep us flowing, keep us circulating, but those are filters. When we clog our system of drugs or any kind of a poison that is indifferent from our own body chemistry, we are clogging the filters. Let me tell you, our filters, our intestines are like a coffee filter. If you do not change the filter, you're going to get shitty coffee. Your coffee is not going to be genuine. It's going to be tainted or damaged. That's what these pills do to us. Now, the doctors really don't give a damn if you live or die because, in a way, they look at it as the cattle syndrome. Generation comes in, generation checks out. You got a lot of money, we'll try to save you. If not, you check out. Pills are the devil's, what I'm telling you, the devil's candy. They pass out these pills, and you can see this on TV. Everybody out there, you watch TV. You take a pill, there's 500 things that could go wrong with you. But you're going to take that pill because you don't want to be in the strain and the pain of what you're undergoing right then and there. So they give you a pill. Takes it away. You get five other things. Then you've got to take other pills. You go from one small pill container to a calendar box that looks like you could put nails and screws in it of how many pills you take. Now, you think all these pills are diluting your system. They are clogging up your filters. So the more crap that you put in your system, the more your body has to work. The more your filters get clogged up. And taking these pills day in and day out does not give your body or your filters time enough to cleanse themselves. So what we have here is maybe people are living a lot longer, but they're living off of a doctor. So, I mean, if, if this epidemic or any type of medical, any medical way that we can slow this process down, it's not going to happen. It's inconceivable because as long as the pharmaceutical companies are making money and getting the okay from the doctors who are prescribing these pills, we are going to see death in a long-term and a short-term effect happen more and more and more. We are going to have more diseases and die of more horrendous ailments than initially if we didn't. If we didn't do these pharmaceuticals and if we all ate right, maybe we could live longer. But that weighs on this other scale. How do we eat healthy? Because we don't know what is healthy. Everything is sprayed with chemicals. So chemicals are going to bring ailments. Chemicals are going to bring disease. If we have no other herbal remedies to aid us of these other ailments, we have to follow what our doctor says, pharmaceuticals. If they are not going to kill us from the goddamn air with the, with the pesticides and the poisons that they throw on us, uh, really quick, deer are dying in Northern California. Animals are dying because they're spraying the berry trees. Small animals are dying. Does that phase anyone? No. But does it phase the humans? Not until we get disease. Uh, you ask yourself, why do we have so much cancer? Why do we have so much uh, 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 inter-diseases that we have? Why? Because everything is chemically processed. Everything from chicken 
to beef to vegetables, everything. And, and, and to the point is, how do we know what is exactly organic or not? We have created our own destiny of death. By us being blinded, stupid, self-indulgent, we opened up our own book to our own ends by allowing the medical system to come up with concoction after concoction, which is a man-made substance to counteract other man-made substances that have put us in this predicament. So the pharmaceutical company is never going to go away. So we as individuals need to be smarter. Me personally, I will testify, knock on wood, stand here before you on a stack of Bibles in front of my indigenous nation to whatever spiritual belief that I believe in. I have been through hell and high water. I have seen death. I have done enough dope to be dead, but I am still alive. I have most of my faculties. I have pretty good health, even though I have some health issues. And I'll tell you why, my brother, because of what my father said, mind over matter. You were banging with the Chang. I give you the late, great Jimi Hendrix, wild child. Don't you go nowhere. I got more shit to spew.
Have a cold one. Courtesy of the Chang Show. All right, Chang. We are at that point in time, man. Oh, yes. Well, everybody, it's been real. Keep it real. Stay on the field. Stay lifted and gifted and stay you. We are coming to the point of the show where it's time to say adios, arrivederci, ay te guacho, and we'll say see you later. But before me and the RJ escape away to a better day, which is tomorrow, I'm going to leave you with this really quick. My word of wisdom to eradicate hate. We must educate. Remember, we must have unity to create prosperity. RJ, you have anything to say to our lovely listeners before we dive into something great from this band? Go out, live your life, and tune into the Chang Show. Thank you so much for tuning in, Chang. Thank you for being your wonderful self. Next track we're coming up from is something that we call from Vintage Trouble. It's a band that is on the top four hit of Rock and Roll with the Chang. You have been hanging and banging with the Chang. I thank you for your time. I will catch you again. And remember, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. Vintage Trouble, babies. We'll catch you all again. Chang is out.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.